Oh yeah, what was it? But I think there's I think there's a different now. I think they run in a different series now in America. What, oh, do they? Now that's what I call music. Yeah. Because I just Googled number 27, which what we're on now. Was, what is it? 94? Well, it's 94, but there is one. There was a now, that's why I call music 27, released in 2008 for, oh. in, in the United States. Ah. So I think they're running parallel. But yeah, yeah. the 94 one is um, probably the one that's that we're going to follow a bit more. Okay. And I think it had a song that you thought was on... Was it 26. an icy song? No, it was the D Ream song. D Ream, things <laughs> can only get better. It was, it was, it was on 27, yeah. not 26. Okay. So it wasn't the soundtrack of your first year of being a policeman. No, no. But the. Uh, it's a late, bit later, but maybe I was thinking, yeah. I just remember Tony Blair yeah, coming yeah, on stage yeah. on it. It's this uh, Superfly mix. But yeah, what other, what other songs were there on there? To be honest, yes. Oh, I had a little look. I didn't really know many of them, oh, slash any of them. So. Oh, there's a Bee Gees one on there, but it's... A, Bee Gees? Yeah, yeah. For Whom the Bell Tolls. Oh, my word. Which is an Ernest Hemingway quote. Oh, really? There you go. That's a, uh, one of his Every books. Day by Phil Collins. Well, Don't know. I'm, I'm skipping... Th- like, yeah. So the track, the first few are going to be the ones that are known, yeah. aren't they? So there's an Ace of Bass song. Yeah. The Sign. Uh, baby, something to do with The baby. Sign. It's called. I don't oh, know how okay. it goes. Um, there's the D-Ream song. E-17. Oh, E-17. It could be de- it could be deep it could be anything it's, like that. It, it's all right the governor mix oh yeah <laughs> I did yeah none of these ones have stood the test of time I don't think <laughs> there aren't any good ones wasn't good ninety four <laughs> is it obviously so welcome everybody to podcast number twenty seven I hope you're doing really well um today we're going to talk a little bit more into patterns and into uh, the first few steps of getting into a pattern group yeah. aren't we yeah because um, this week we're going to have like a bit of a pattern Sunday pattern Sunday we're going to be talking you know we're going through the paradigm of the teaching the community and uh, patterns of taking on the ways of Jesus, looking at that paradigm, that triangle that we're talking about. But also, so this week we're talking, beginning the series, about four weeks talking about community. And one of those communities that uh, Jesus didn't say, it, when you read, and I'll talk about this on Sunday, you know, when you read uh, Simon and, uh, uh, and Andrew, you don't suddenly, he doesn't call one, he calls disciples, and it's plural. plural. Yeah. And so... In all, if you think you're going to be discipled in alone by you and your podcast and uh, on your own and you in the Bible, you're delu- uh, not deluded, but uh, is it, Jesus never does that. Yeah. He does it in disciples and you do it in community. Yeah. And they're one of those communities that we think is going to be really important is the pattern groups. Yeah. So you will have heard us, as we say, uh, talk about it for a while. We heard about it just over a year ago, didn't we? And yeah. got quite excited about it. And that's why we've been talking. And we're finally get into the place we've put together a bit of a resource on the website which hopefully will help you as you you walk through it we've kind of taken inspiration from different places made it our own relevant for Crawley Um, but this is as Steve said how we're going to practice the way of Jesus together Um, so yeah when we start there'll be people in different kind of yeah different stages there might be those who've really got excited about pattern when we started talking about it formed the pattern group themselves been sitting there having done story and we would come to story in a minute but wondering what next and hopefully we'll be able to give that to them because we'll be asking you to look at that over this time to look at the uh, what do you think about teaching what do you think about community what do you think about the patterns and then in the new year we'll be talking and we'll keep on saying this but we'll be looking at sabbath because I think that's the most important spiritual discipline in one way. We expect people will do daily scripture reading and prayer. And there's, there's stuff that we will do teaching into that and how to do that better. And we Phil did a great podcast yeah, on that. Yeah. Uh, sermon, sorry. And um, But I think if we don't get rest right, 
then we won't get patterns right because we'll mm. be trying, not training. Mm. So that's what we're looking at. So we're looking at so the pattern groups. You might be in, you're waiting. That's one yeah, holding you, pattern. You found a group before, same gender, four people, um, and you're you're ready to go. And yeah. so yeah, yeah. Check out stjohnsquality.com slash patterns and that's got the resource and tune in on Sundays and in your groups yeah. and that kind of thing. That's where we're going to be trying to help you out. Um, you might have no idea where to start uh, with, with finding a pattern group and uh, that's okay. We want to be here to help you with that. So one of the ways that we can help you is, again, on the website, you can register, like you sign up and then we'll put you together with three other people. Yeah. So that's kind of the other extreme. Either do it all yourself. Or, or we'll do it for you. Or perhaps there's a middle ground where you find a pair yeah. and there's another pair that yeah. you kind of get together with. I guess the best pattern groups are two friends and two friends coming together. And yeah, because you feel secure going in it and you know each other and it's, uh, it's, it's probably the ideal. But God will, if, you know, if you prayerfully consider it and you allow the Holy Spirit to move in it, you'll be able to, you know, God will be in whatever pattern group yeah. you choose. Uh, I would be bold. Mm. Uh, don't take rejection of asking someone because they don't like you it's just they might be in a pattern group already or it might not be that season yeah. but be bold and ask because um, the rewards of risking a bit of rejection just for that moment it might be outstripped yeah. by an amazing lifelong friendship yeah yeah um, uh, but saying pattern groups can also be we would suggest at least a year mm. uh, because you can go through at least one or two patterns together uh, but also it might be a lifelong journey you don't yeah. know. It's not, it's not something you sign up to and stuck in for the rest of your life if you don't want to be. But likewise, it could be, mm. God willing, yeah. an amazing moment. Yeah, yeah. So. If you don't know where to start, people in your groups might be a good, or the, the team that you serve on might yeah. be a really good place um, to start. I mean, yeah, and as Sue said, it could be uh, a lifelong thing. We, we're suggesting getting started with at least two times a month, every other week. Yeah. So if, you're, if you come to Central, North or South group, do it on the off week, we yeah. suggest, just so that yeah. uh, your weeks don't get too busy. Yeah, do you know training, not trying. Don't try to commit too much. But it might be a bit like my prayer quad that I've met since we meet weekly on, mm. on a Monday morning, just because uh, you know that's the pattern we've got into. And it's actually just... Yeah, th why... I think you notice if you do weekly, mm. but I think that's too high a bar to go with. Just start with bi-weekly. If you do anything less, uh, then you don't really get the value of it because yeah. if you miss one, you could be two months without seeing each other. And so I think it's this intentionality. You you know, as I said on Sunday, God does has given us the, uh, takes uh, his take on his yoke and his burden is, you know, is light and uh, his yoke is easy. But there's, he takes 98%, but our 2% is just really crucial what we do. And that's the intentionality. Mm. And he needs us to be part of it. Yeah, yeah. We, we are really excited about this. We really think this is um, somewhere where, as a church, we can build in being apprentices, in being more like Jesus. Um, and so once you've kind of formed that group of four people, um, there's a little bit of a thing that you walk through, isn't it? There's four stages to, to pattern. And we're going to focus on the first one for the for the moment and then uh, which is story and then so it goes story vision pattern and contend and yeah. you'll find out more what those words mean you can find it on the website yeah. uh, what it might be but story is the first stage and yeah. probably the stage that some people will have already done yeah it might be worth speaking about story and a bit of vision just briefly today yeah, for yeah. those ones that have already done story yeah but i still got a challenge on story for those people that have um, probably listened to a story. It might be interesting if, say, in your pattern group, that someone tells your story back to you because that might see how much they've listened or yeah. also 
how what they've heard you say. Yeah, that'd yeah. be interesting. But I think that'd be quite terrifying for everyone as well. Yeah, because that'd <laughs> it's like be a quite, memory challenge. It's not on my words. I yeah, can't remember. So um, mm. yeah, so, so we're going to talk got, about story. Yeah, have you got any tips for best ways to share your story? Well, we had a big discussion uh, yesterday, didn't we, as a team by Varity, yeah, about what the best way was it thematically? Because I think your story, my story, yeah, I could, I, I it's broadly chronological. I, ne- I nearly said chromatic, which is a music thing. It's broadly <laughs> cr- chronological, um, but split into themes. So I dot around different times. So like my my musical career i guess you might say and then like my relationship with emily and like my spiritual journey uh, like i kind of leapt around that way when i was doing my pattern story did you not forget emily at one point in your yeah story? i got to <laughs> i think i got to like halfway through university when i did pattern my with my current pattern group and i had to jump back and go oh yes i had been dating emily for about four years by this point oh, you keep them on your toes i like the way you say current yeah, well, we, we did a little test of that. Yeah, we did, we, we did. Oh, as opposed to you looking for an as opposed, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My don't want to close the options off. Yeah, yeah. In case I get You've had some great news in your pattern group anyway, haven't you? It, we've grown by a member yeah, yeah. now. Five, well, four, four and a half, is that harsh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four, yeah, because yeah, he's four, got to join four, your one. Four because he can't you. join the other one. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Lottie's one. So, yeah, yeah. so Ash is uh, Lottie's baby. Finley, yeah. Finley, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, so as you're saying, lots of different ways to tell your story. So, wh- how would you do your story? So, my, so there's, you know, there's, when I was uh, looking at uh, Ignatian spirituality with mm. a retreat, it was very much divided up into what they suggested would split your life up to naught to five, five to twelve, I think it was, uh, taking on the patterns of Jesus. Twelve to eighteen, eighteen to twenty-four, uh, and then look, and then. Uh, anything after really and they looked they, t- they just also told you take a high and a low in it so that's one way and you can mm. you can write that out if you're a bit nervous of doing it and it helps you formulate it when you write it out um but you're really looking at the highs and lows of your life of what's mm. defined you maybe looking at your family of origin at one point um but i don't think there's one way to tell a story i think that's one you know would be my tips is looking at your family of origin is looking at how you know your your employment or you know how things have molded you you know yeah so if i was telling my story you did very quickly my birth you know i would tell my story of my birth quite because it was christmas day it was i was a twin and i was baptized uh christened at birth because my sister twin sister sue was spina bifida and they felt she was going to die and my mum was and dad weren't at my christening it was a nurse and a uh, hospital chaplain but some way that's I hold on to that quite, uh, I feel God was right at the beginning of my journey. Within yeah. an hour, I was, you know, Stephen, you know, uh, is a Christmas sort yeah, of name. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I almost, I can see God's hand in that story. And that's, that's mm. part of, you know, one of the highs. And then in my, as of my early childhood, being always in hospitals because my sister Sue was always in hospital because of her spina bifida and uh, hydrocephalus getting her uh, water drained from her brain and always in hospital. So it was just like, oh, okay, they're, they're the things that kind of tell something about me and how I yeah. deal with life. Yeah. Um, there's other ways. So there's, we're going to put a little link onto their, a great way, the power of the story. And they talk about it in three acts, like um, Shakespeare would talk about three acts yep. is the, uh, the past, the present, the future. Future will probably be where we're contending. Yeah. But yeah. you could, you know, it, you know, your past, you know, just looking at those different acts of your life and just mm. looking at that. Uh, 
I yeah. think Reninka did it interestingly, didn't she? Yeah, I can't remember. Reninka definitely had pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pictures. she definitely had photos. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's w- when we sat down to to think how is the best way to share a story. Actually, there isn't a best way. No. We would suggest prepare and yeah. like pray about it and that yeah. kind of thing, just so you've got some sort of idea of where you're going to go. Yeah. Um, I think it was just the. Mo- I think that thing, the TED talk we we're going to put on with the power story, just says, actually, there's we are story making machines. We are, we are, that's what we're set up for. We're set up for relationship. We're set up to listen to people's stories mm. and, the, and uh, everyone's got a powerful story. Yeah. And you might think I've got a boring story or I've got a really negative story, but we are waiting to hear those stories because part of the purpose is in life, and we've said this many times before, is we connect with our stories by listening to other people's stories to Jesus' story. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, oh, wow, you know, Jesus was a storyteller. Yeah. And he was a story listener. You know, the reason yeah. he went to have meals with people was I've no doubt he just listened intently. And I think one of the things we're going to talk about uh, today is actually how to be an effective listener. Mm. Is that, you know, we do it in the marriage course. Yeah, you know, yeah. Which is, you know, you, you don't interrupt. You allow people. That's really hard, you know. Yep. You don't offer advice about when people's telling their story. That's just not, not go. Mm. You might be able to ask a few clarification points. Yeah. And it's say, like, I, what I've heard you say is, mm. and then that feedback that way. But it, they're few and far between. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, wait for a pause. Yeah. Before we're not very good on the podcast, are we? Because we just we're doing the thing where we're thinking about the next thing we're going to say yeah, sometimes, aren't we? Well, I you know I said yesterday, didn't I? Well, you know, quite often we listen not in order to listen to the person listening. We're listening for an opportunity to share what we want to share next, and that's what we're thinking about. Yeah. So, actually, effective listening is emptying your mind of your stuff. So, as the listener, I suggest you pray and say, "Look, I'm going to just leave the baggage of what I'm carrying here." I'm going to leave any preconceived ideas and advice I might have. I just want to know this person really well. Mm. I just want to know how they tick because I love them. Uh, you know, I want to be a pattern group with them. I want to know their their innermost thoughts because I'm going to value them mm. and I'm going to hold them up highly. And yes, there might be an opportunity as we do life together to sort of, you know, look at patterns like the patterns of life. You know, of where mistakes might have been happened or highs. But that will come in time when trust is built mm. and we are known and seen. And part of telling your story is being seen and known and building that trust amongst yourself. So I would really suggest you pray and be vulnerable because mm. what you put into your story is what you get out. And this is a completely safe place. This is not a confidentiality. I was looking at the clergy discipline ma- uh, oh, yeah. records yesterday and actually it says on there, you are not to share confidential Im- uh, information with your wife Oh, wow. Uh, and it's not to be shared beyond yeah, that. And yeah. I, I would say that's when you're doing as a pattern group, what stays, you know, there's a phrase from rugby, what's the, what goes on tour stays on tour. <laughs> but what stays in, you know, unless yeah. it's... Yeah, that, I, I would suggest that that's a really safe place, mm. that where you're able to share who you are without anyone's judgment or worrying that it would be shared beyond that. And that is crucial. Yeah, It's, it's yeah. about trust. Yeah, definitely. I think as as you go on and do it, you, you grow in that as well. Don't, like we had a funny thing in our passing group where 
we almost had to review our stories after after all four of us told it because the first person did their story and was vulnerable but the second person was more vulnerable and so by the time we'd done all four it was like right here are all the things I didn't tell you from my story <laughs> very Re- good like recap but fill in the blanks you know yeah, yeah. that's that's really true it's just because vulnerability builds vulnerability builds vulnerability and, yeah. and vulnerability bring builds intimacy yeah because they're you're, you're peeping behind the curtain I think we heard you know there's a, telling a story is ensuring that you're telling the story not of what you want people to think about you but just being honest about it yeah yeah which is uh, you know I was going to ask why is story part of pattern you know pattern and doing the spiritual disciplines as they might be called or like these spiritual patterns of life why is doing story the first bit and why would we say it's important but I think I think you kind of it's trust nailed it yeah it's also as you go into teaching and community and to patterns it's that bit about the stories you tell about yourselves it's only then you can see oh actually you know so for me quite a bit is dealing with suffering and actually you can see that actually that can be where I concentrate on God Mm. or about hard work or someone's story is really about um, I don't um, is really about boundaries and actually you put a boundary around God and sometimes you can see how you've made the father into something he's not by mm. your story you tell. Yeah. And you just reinforce that because that they're the, they'll be the Bible verses you draw out rather than the whole rich tapestry of scripture. And actually the father is much bigger than just one aspect. Yeah. I think that nicely brings us on to the second part of, of this kind of uh, walkthrough of pattern, which is vision, where we talk about... Uh, it's almost like a, a feedback, isn't it? You say where you see God moving in other people's stories and that kind of thing. But we would also suggest use it as a time to um, use those diagram, diagrams, the triangles, and see which areas of your life you are comfortable in. So whether um, you, you're in a community and that's where you find feel comfortable or whether um, doing patterns is where you feel really comfortable or you know, you're really comfortable uh, absorbing teaching or that kind of thing and where you are most uncomfortable, where you're being formed and where you're being unintentionally formed and intentionally formed and then use that as we go on to decide what patterns, what spiritual disciplines to do. Yeah, no, I think you know that for those, those pattern groups that have done stories so far, I would really look into the teaching and say, you know, what kind of teaching to do? So, you know, I, I think of one of our... Uh, I, I won't mention their names, but someone just doesn't read books and finds it really hard and connects with worship. So teaching is like, oh, podcasts and yeah. uh, and uh, Sunday services. So whilst, you know, you know what, what are you doing? Mm. How do you find teaching? Yeah. And so discuss it as a group because what you might be feel is like obvious and might, I know we'll read a book and we'll go through this might not be right for your pattern group yeah. at this stage. Yeah. It might be, um, and community. I think it's time to talk about what are your, how do you challenge each other? Mm-hmm. How do you comfort each other? How do you do life together? Is it a WhatsApp group that you do and you just share life and you get people to pray, which I would suggest is part of yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. But it's actually how you encourage, but also say, Oh, this might be, this aspect of your story coming out mm. so just discuss what those parameters are because each pattern group will be individual and finally looking at that sort of model of uh that axis that i you know spoke about last week of abstinence community engagement and uh alone yeah and just saying oh what patterns you know what patterns are you looking to explore what yeah. would you experiment in which are you really good at keeping which are you really bad at keeping 
uh, but always be mindful it's training not trying and mm-hmm. just have this time of vision is what's the vision for your pattern group yeah yeah hopefully um you know the resource that we've uh work together to to put up on the website will be really helpful we've kind of put in there all of the teaching um from the sunday services and i think we're gonna like go over them aren't we we're gonna like update them um as we go and as we hear feedback and that kind of thing um but that's all there as well um, so this sunday steve is, is talking about community um which is one of those three bits of the triangle that we're talking about where you're being yeah. intentionally spiritually formed yeah, let's talk a little bit about our we've all got an idea ideal of community but actually, when we read the Bible, it's not as ideal as we think. And actually, the messiness of community, discipleship happens in between that ideal and messiness. And so we're just going to be looking at what that means. Yeah. And then we really encourage you to start thinking about who you might want to be in a passing group with, whether you are getting in a pair and then seeking other pair, whether you're asking people that you know. We suggest you do that. As Steve said, be bold. Or if you really don't know where to start, sign up on the website and we'll help you out. That'll be really good as you get started. But we hope you have a really good uh, week, weekend, and we will see you on St. John's Online on Sunday. Yeah.